the audio version of content I've written. I'm Shadows Pub, a writer and creator of books like journals and coloring books. This week, I'm talking about Bertrand Russell's Ten Laws of Life. Bertrand Russell was a British philosopher born in 1872. To many, he was considered to be one of the foremost philosophers of the 20th century and the winner of the Nobel Prize for Literature in 1950. He was known as a campaigner for peace and most notably during World War I when he took a pacifist stance against the war. He believed the Kaiser was not the villain he was made out to be and, had England not engaged in World War I against Germany, World War II would not have taken place. During his life, he was a popular writer on social, political, and moral subjects. He often became involved in public controversies. He wrote over 70 books, published around 2,000 articles, and married four times. His rather turbulent life had him both admired and hated in equal measure throughout the world. I happened across a list written by Bertrand Russell called The Ten Commandments for Living, which I'm writing here, I'm reading here, as the Ten Laws of Life, using his commandments and adding my thoughts. I d Number one, I do not feel absolutely certain of anything. My gut response to this was, that's insane. Of course there are things that we can be absolutely certain of. To think a bit further, I truly can only be certain on anything in the present moment. Everything is subject to change as, as more information becomes available. Even as more information is brought forward, there's the question of how accurate is it? Was its discovery subject to the biases and preconceived perspective of the study, or is the information true and rational? It's kind of trust in what is certain now and be ready to have that challenged in the future. Number two, do not think it worthwhile to proceed by concealing evidence for the evidence is sure to come to light. Evidence is known facts. doesn't matter if it's known by one person or one million. What has been found and known by one person can be found and known by another, and another, and so on. To attempt to hide facts is a waste of energy. Bring any evidence on a subject forward and let it withstand or wither under objective scrutiny. Number three. Never try to discourage thinking, for you are sure to succeed. Oh my, how that statement has been proven true by what passes as public discord these days. So many people seem unable to tell the difference between stating opinions and stating facts that can be exact, objectively examined. They miss the part where opinion needs to be based on facts, objectively examined. Then there are those who believe critical thinking is objecting to what others think while never accepting their own beliefs should be examined. Not object objected to, examined. Thinking has been a casualty of freewheeling truth. Number four. When you meet with opposition, even if it should be from your husband or your children, endeavor to overcome it by argument and not by authority. For a victory dependent upon authority is, un is unreal and illusionary. I had to this, read this one a few times. Clearly, Russell was addressing wives in this one, and from the patriarchal mindset of the early to mid-20th century, a mindset that routinely dismissed authority coming from women. Rather than to get into the trying to sort that out as a wife, I'm going to remove the familial clauses from the statement and look at it as 
When you meet with opposition, endeavor to overcome it by argument, not by authority. For a victory dependent upon authority is unreal and illusionary. The statement now returns to his stand in Commandment 1. Authority speaks of an absolute certainty to which he believes there should not be. Overcoming opposition based on argument draws on known information, comes to a conclusion based on the current truth, without demanding absolute certainty going forward. I'd be curious to have a discussion with him why he felt the need to establish familial links in this law of life. Number five, have no respect for the authority of others, for there are always contrary authorities to be found. This one I struggled with. I can respect the authority of others who present arguments I also can respect until I learn more. Then I'll find others with contrary authority. To respect no one as any kind of authority is to invite a level of anarchy that I'd view as chaos. Even on the blockchain, where there is no one in charge, we still look to and listen to those with the knowledge to speak with authority on how the system works. I think most humans have an innate desire to find order in their belief systems. Number six, do not use power to suppress opinions you think pernicious. For if you do, the opinions will suppress you. Here we need to wrangle with what constitutes actual opinions. When opinions are given as viewpoints on verif verifiable facts or arguments, then most certainly they should not be suppressed. Number seven, do not fear to be eccentric in opinion, for every opinion now accepted was once eccentric. That's an interesting statement. I agree with the part about not fearing to be eccentric. Having been on the receiving end of people thinking I was Looney Tunes when I suggested to my peers that one day we'd log into the internet, internet like we turn on the TV. Yeah, I get that. Every opinion now accepted was once eccentric. That's a pretty broad statement. I would largely agree with it, but I would really love to see the evidence that supports it being completely across the board true. Number eight. Find more pleasure in intelligent dissent than in passive agreement. For, if you value intelligence as you should, the former implies a deeper agreement than the latter. The key here is intelligent dissent, where pros and cons can bounce back and forth based on verifiable facts and arguments. There are some people in my life I can have those types of discussions whether we come to agreement or not. There are far too many where it's impossible and getting worse. Number nine, be scrupulously truthful, even if the truth is inconvenient, for it is more inconvenient than when you try to conceal it. Truth, information based on facts, should never be out of fashion, yet it seems it is often a casualty in discourse. I find it sad to see the necessity of fact-checking claims by people like politicians and even, even sadder, when they have been shown to be untruthful, they don't pay the price and lost trust by the public. Number 10. Do not feel envious of the happiness of those who live in a fool's paradise, for only a fool will think that it is happiness. This one had me scratching my head. What defines a fool's paradise? Is it a fool's paradise because either myself or those around me think it is? Or is it something that can be objectively defined and that I'd know if it was indeed envious? 
I can't really be envious of those happy living in a fool's paradise when I'm ignorant of what one is. I'd say I can abide by this rule. It was interesting sorting out my thinking and perceptions of what Russell was speaking of in his commandments, more so than I'm responding to statements written in the last century from the viewpoint of somebody living in his, this century. It might also be interesting to revisit those statements after spending some time reading his writings. You know, in all my spare time, there are some videos of conversations with him on YouTube. I watched one this afternoon before writing this but I'm sure I only scratched the surface on hearing a few points. So what are your viewpoints? As much as we think the world has changed, it's when we take the time to look back on past thinkers and thought leaders, I discover not a lot has changed at the core of human behavior. Some aspects become more amplified than others, but people remain largely the same through the ages at our core. Thank you for listening to Nishal's Narrative. All my podcasts can be found on nichelessandlovingit.com. While you're there, maybe you'd like to subscribe to my weekly newsletter, Nicheless and Loving It. Until next Thursday, have a great week.